Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting. The There's a Lot Going On Here edition. I mean, <laughs> story of the world right now. The world. Uh, the world. Story of my life. <laughs> Your story life. of my hair. <laughs> it looks great. Story. Thank you. It's getting a little long. Story of my inbox. Mm-hmm. Story of um, everything right this now. Goddamn fucking everything there's too much going fucking, on fuckity fuck and uh we're keeping it going yes <laughs> today today is in between 085 the frog that burps up its young good times <laughs> wow <laughs> i pff, don't know what to do with that um <laughs> other than get really excited <laughs> it's very exciting uh and microplastics found in people's lungs amazing mm-hmm. i hope it's in a good way no oh <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Um, I was Sorry. hoping it was like some sort of invention to help people's lungs. Um, oh, no. Now I'm worried. Um, I just, I crushed that so fast. You I'm did. So sorry. You did. And now I'm convinced that there are microplastics in my lungs. Yeah. Um, put a pin in that. No. No. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I usually don't give it away that far in advance but yeah i couldn't help it because it's it's just not good it, it was a dream that was asking to be crushed yeah, yeah. gotta shut that down <laughs> immediately uh i'm jill chacha and i'm with <laughs> the crushed marissa riley that's me <laughs> my i'm here my lungs are full of microplastics that i know nothing about yet and uh yeah i'm so excited so to excited this. uh yeah if this is your first time listening <laughs> welcome to the flock welcome <laughs> dr riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time just like you it's true i had no idea what we were going to talk about today and then once i learned my dreams were crushed but <laughs> i'm excited to learn more especially yeah. about this frog that's doing something burping up some young sure that's right yeah, yeah. i mean Let's go on that journey i mean Granted, the microplastics could have gone either way because we just talked about that goo that you put into people and it's supposed to help. So I could see. I could see. Uh, Yeah, yeah. How how am I so optimistic (laughs) about... Where did that come from? Yeah, I'm shocked. I I watched Hereditary on purpose while drunk the other night. (laughs) Most people go dancing. I was like, let's go home and watch the scariest movie in the world. The second half only. That's right. Only the second half. And we did. We did. It was awesome. (laughs) Highly recommend to no one. Um, Don't do it. Uh, Unless you're me. That's why we're together. Yep. That's our... Yep. (laughs) Uh, My friends, today is all about heaving. And as you can tell by the title of this in betweeny, our first story is about a little frog. Fuck yeah, I love a frog. So cute. Uh, but tis a frog unlike any other. Oh. Now, Dr. Marissa, let's just dive right into this amphibious pool with very little context, which happens to be my favorite context. I'd like to show you a video. I love blind viewing a video. That is <laughs> the best thing. You have no idea what you're going to get. It could be porn and it, or it could be the best movie in the world you don't know and it could be what we're about to and see and it could be a frog <laughs> burping up it's young yes uh please tell us what you see especially what is happening to the body of that creature uh, and uh, eventually what uh, comes out of it i would love <laughs> i would love to describe this That's... in great detail yes uh, and if any member of the flock uh sounds enticed and you want to watch along uh fire up your youtube and search 
Frog Father Spits Out Young, a video by Nat Geo. Uh, amazing. <clears throat> Join me. Please. Uh, are you ready, Dr. Marissa? I am so ready. Okay, we're starting around the 58th, 58th second, which is hard to say. <laughs> 58th. Uh, here's the opening still. Amazing. Okay, so there's a frog. Yes. Um, surprise, surprise. <laughs> There's a frog. It's a it's a good frog. It's an awesome green frog. Yeah, classic. With brown underneath. I, if you close your eyes and think frog, we're probably looking at the same thing. Probably. Yeah. Right. Here we go. It's going to change dramatically in a second. Oh, so. no. <laughs> okay, the frog is like doing the belly breathing thing that frogs do. It's really stressed. It's kind of hopping a little bit and like move. Oh! <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Okay, pause, pause, pause. Right, hey, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> That's a good pause. This is amazing. This is a good pause. Uh, pause. Okay, so the frog was like, you know how they breathe with their stomachs yeah. in and out? Okay, so it was doing that. And then it was kind of like, almost like playing the bongos on the ground with its arms. It was yeah. like sort of pseudo hopping, but also like drumming. Something was happening. Something was happening yeah. and inside of it. And then all of a sudden, just in the blink of an eye, there is another tiny frog that has materialized in front of the first frog it looks exactly the same yeah. it's brown and uh, i missed it okay here we go okay. uh, this uh i think this is gonna be in slow motion now okay thank god okay oh my god <laughs> the slow motion did not help um wait 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 <laughs> okay yeah so pause um so uh, <laughs> I guessed correctly. This first, the big frog did like basically throw up. Yeah, a tiny frog, a very tiny. Can you imagine if this frog. happened after a night of drinking? You just threw up a small version of you. <laughs> that's, that's kind of in what an happens Uber. Here. Yeah, <laughs> you have to pay the fine. And there's like a Barbie-sized version of you. <laughs> You're like, God You're damn like, it! Oh my God! This is a terrible what do I night. Do with this. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible night. Oh, my God. So, yes. Oh, God, my friends. This miracle of nature is called the Darwin's frog. Oh. And today it's divided into two species, one located in northern Chile and another that lives in southern Chile and Argentina. Amazing. Now, it's the male version of this Darwin's frog that's extra special or just extra extra. Yeah. And here's what I mean. Uh, join me, will you? Back in 1834. Oh, la la. That's right. When some guy named Charles Darwin was exploring Chile's southern coast with a notebook and pen. Good times. And now Chuck must have been extremely low to the ground and really poking around the leaf litter there to notice <laughs> teeny frogs no bigger than an inch in length. So teeny. They're so tiny. Ah. Some of these teeny ass frogs were brown. Some were green, some were both, like oh, you saw, Dr. Marissa. Oh, yes. But what they had in common was their body also mimicked the shape of the leaves around them. Oh, yes, yes. That was 100% yeah. what the frog looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard to see because we were looking straight at it, but they also have a pointed nose, like the tip of those leaves as well. So oh, they also have a, they have a I, pointy nose. I love that. I yeah. really like that. So, now, this adaptation was damn fine camouflage, and being so impressed... Chuck did what any white guy in 1834 would do in this situation. He named it after himself. Yeah. 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 Not surprised. <laughs> yeah. That's very that's very white guy in 1834. 1834. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since this little frog has found its way into the hearts of a lot of researchers, and boy howdy, what we've discovered about it, especially the southern male Dar Darwin frog, 
Let's just say it'll stick with you too. Ooh. All right, now join me now on the forest floor today. Okay. Where two Darwin frogs have just engaged in sweet, sweet external fertilization. Party. Yeah. <laughs> Party on. Dr. Marissa, based on our source, edgeofexistence.org, would you like to help me tell the good people out there what happens next? I would absolutely love to. Right. I'm so excited about this. Okay, quote. Females uh, lay clutches of 12 to 24 small eggs uh, on moist ground, leaf litter with, uh, which... (laughs) You got this. I got this. Okay. You just have a few frogs in your mouth. So (laughs) females lay clutches of 12 to 24 small eggs on moist ground leaf litter, which is guarded by the male. Uh, Nailed it. Um, About a week later... When the developing tadpoles start to wriggle in their egg capsules, the guarding male swallows them Mm -hmm. into his vocal sack, end quote. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I was hoping that the males were getting sort of like pregnant with them. Ah. But it's kind of like that. (laughs) It's kind of. Yeah. It it is kind of like that. They're just, instead of getting pregnant with them, they are eating them yes exactly and then eventually sounds like they throw them up yeah it's pretty close yeah cool but, yeah that's yeah. pretty cool so uh first thing new one <laughs> <laughs> first things first uh you're probably thinking uh vocal sac oh, what yeah. is that uh is that the fleshy bubble that expands when a frog calls out and you're absolutely right <gasps> here's how it works okay everyone imagine a frog you got it imagine its little mouth oh. imagine its little tongue now, there are two small slits on either side of its tongue, okay. a little like passageways. And when a frog closes its nose and mouth but breathes out, all that air vibrates its larynx and emits a sound, which resonates in the elastic membrane of the vocal sac. This is insane. Well, that's how that oh works. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, but, well, in this case, the southern Darwin's frog, old dad here, he no longer has to call out for a mate, so... He's just going to move on to the next duty of being father of the year, which is stuffing up the two dozen of his growing tadpoles into his mouth and into that vocal sac. And he just waits. Are you okay? I am okay. (laughs) I'm just processing this. It's so different. Not to state the obvious, it's so different from humans. (laughs) Yes. What? Yeah. Can you imagine how different things would be, not to get too political, if this was what male humans... Had to use their body, yeah. (laughs) Had to use their body at all. Had to to shut down a part of their life. Yes, for a long time. For a long time. Mm -hmm. The part that involves getting a mate. Mm -hmm. And eating. And eating. Drinking. Drinking. Sounds like general movement. (laughs) Oh my God, this is so wild. It's so wild. This is so wild. Uh, So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what is dad burping up and why is this really unique? I would love to talk more about this. Okay, quote, inside the vocal sac of the male southern Darwin's frog, the tadpoles grow into fully formed frogs and are released one at a time. Aww. From edgeofexistence.com, quote, Darwin's frog is one of the only two frogs in the world which exhibit mouth brooding, parental care, whereby the young undergo part of their develop, 
development in their parents' mouth. End quote. This is so weird. <laughs> this is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Not to like quote our title, but well, that's interesting. <laughs> I, what? Yes. Yeah. This is truly bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And that was edgeofexistence.org. Oh, <laughs> just, sorry. My bad. No, totally fine. I was just so entranced by this process. Yeah. Give it a, give it, give it a, uh, give it a Google. It's a good website. Anyway. Uh, so that's right. This is only one of two frogs on the planet that we know of that do this kind of thing. And if you're wondering who the other one is, well, that would be the northern Darwin's frog. Ah, there you go. But even that one doesn't go to such extremes. Uh, the northern just waits until the young have a fully developed digestive tract where they then carry it off to a stream to be released. But the southern Darwin waits until a fully fucking blown tiny ass frog is formed <laughs> oh my god so one acts is kind of like an uber and the other acts is like a womb yeah that's a good, uh, that's a good point that's a good point that's a little, that's amazing so now i know what you're thinking why why do this yeah why wait this long uh dr marissa any theories because they're nice <laughs> um i <laughs> they're nice i think that's such a nice thing to do uh, to offer your space and your body Aww. to help can you imagine <laughs> if you could share the like i'll take it for how how long does it take to make a baby <laughs> nine months <laughs> i'll take it what's half of nine i'll take it for 4.5 months mm -hmm. and then you can Take it for right. the other 4.5 months. Carry, carry it in my throat for a little bit. There you go. <laughs> you won't be able to, to talk. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's so cute. I think it's because they're nice, but I'm sure there's a proper scientific they are term. super fucking nice. Yeah. And, well, first things first, it turns out being a small tadpole kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. You're an easy meal. Who knows if your habitat is safe from predators or pollution. Oh, God. Uh, this here species chose the path of laying a small batch of eggs, just like two dozen, like you said. Wow. So each individual can be protected rather than pumping out a ton of eggs and leaving each to hatch on their own and leaving survival up to chance. Yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. I, I like these sort of helicopter totally. frog parents. That's right. I never thought I'd be really admiring a helicopter parent, but... Total helicopter. My God. It works. Yeah, it's kind of adorable, a doting parent. Uh, and this adaptation has been hugely successful until recently. Oh, no. I know. Don't mess with this adorable thing. I'm going to have to. I'm sorry. No. But here's the good news. We, well, this may ha have nothing to do with us. Okay. Which is one of the few times an animal's possible extinction has to do with us. So round of applause. This doesn't, this may not have. We didn't fuck it up. Completely, no. Amazing. <laughs> that makes me feel a little better, but still kind of sad that it's getting fucked up somehow. Yeah. I mean... Habitat loss in the area is pretty bad. There is yeah. pollution, and it's really not helping matters. But, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what has been happening to the unique Darwin's frog. Oh, my God. Let's talk about it. Okay, from Nat Rachel Neuer of SmithsonianMag.com, quote, Northerly Darwin's uh, frogs have not been spotted in the wild since 1980. Oh, my God. 
Research, uh, researchers are nearly certain this species is extinct. Boo. Mm. Meanwhile, their southerly cousins are in steep decline and seem to be heading down extinctions death row as well. For once, it seems that humans are not entirely to blame for these biodiversity disasters. Instead, the deadly amphibian chytrid nice. fungus... Uh, Researchers report today in PLOS1 is likely to blame. End quote. It's a fungus. It's a fungus. Fucking fungus. That's Shit. Right. Yes, that's, yes, my friends. These frogs have been having a pandemic of their own since the 1980s. Uh, so what the fuck is a chytrid fungus? It's a piece of shit <laughs> that's right well my friends imagine a microscopic dot okay called a zoospore okay and it gets around by swimming freely through the water say a pond in southern chile okay these zoospores tuck their way into the skin of amphibians mm. and there they develop into a reproductive form called zoosporageum oh that digest keratin in the skin and produce more zoospores that are released into the environment. Now, a lot of frogs, they're asymptomatic and they just unknowingly help the fungi reproduce. Very but, cute. But others, man, it's bad fucking news. Um, some exhibit excessive shedding of their skin, mm. lethargy, imbalance, which makes them way vulnerable to predators. And fucking worst of all, from amphibianarc.org, quote, deaths are caused by heart failure that results from inability of the diseased amphibian to regulate water uh, moving through its permeable skin, end quote. I know I should be like, oh, it's just part of life. The zoo spores are having their time, whatever. <laughs> but I kind of got really into these frogs. Yeah, they're pretty great. I, I got know. really into these frogs. Yeah. And to hear that my new friends uh, died. Yeah. Um, a long time ago, just, I did, uh, so when I was a kid, I, my mom showed me movies and, and played the Beatles for me. Yeah. And I kept asking her, I said, when are we going to see the Beatles in concert? Because I didn't know (laughs) that that, it happened a long time ago and some of them had died. Yeah. So, um, Heartbreak. So that's how so, I feel about so, these frogs. They're my they're my John uh, Lennon. Oh God! So you're just reliving trauma right now. Yes, <laughs> these are my John Lennon frogs. They're so dead, and I so want to see them in concert. <laughs> Anyways, oh son of a bitch. Well, all right, let's continue. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. I'm so sorry. I didn't know we would go there. I didn't know either. <laughs> so- Holy shit. Yes, my friends, our new frog friends use their skin and the water around them for hydration and nutrients. And being unable to do so ends in heart failure. (sighs) So to put this fungus and this pandemic into context, International Union for Conservation of Nature calls it, quote, the worst infectious disease ever recorded among vertebrates in terms of the number of species impacted and its propensity to drive them to extinction. End quote. That's huge. It is That's fucking enormous. It's a big fucking deal. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So anytime, again, if any anyone knocks vaccines, just keep internally screaming. Yes. <laughs> so 
Oh my God, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So let's think about how we can help our froggy friends. Yes, what can I do? Yes, Dr. Marissa, what small steps can we do to help and what steps are researchers taking too? Let's, let's, get, let's get to work. <laughs> let's get to work, Jill. Okay, from amphibianarc.org, the, okay, the cutest website name I've ever heard. Uh, quote, the best way for a civilization to combat and... God, I promise I can read today. Uh, You're doing great. Thank you. Uh, Quote, the best way for a citizen to combat amphibian diseases is to make sure never to move amphibians between places. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. This also means never releasing any amphibian uh, that has been in captivity into the wild. If you decide to raise tadpoles or have a pet frog or salamander, please consider that eventually releasing them is not recommended. Conservation programs, including uh, those at Zoo Atlanta that raise endangered species of amphibians for reintroduction to the wild, do so with very high levels of biosecurity measures in place to ensure that the released animals are free from infection. In captive amphibians, the fungus can be successfully treated with antifungal medications and by disinfection of contaminated enclosures. Another promising area of research is looking at the possibility of introducing symbiotic bacteria that inhibit the growth fungus into wild amphibian populations, end quote. So if you got a frog, y'all, don't move it. <laughs> yeah, leave it the fuck alone. Keep it in your house or let it stay outside. Yeah. Also, it sounds, I'm liking the symbiotic bacteria mm-hmm. situation. That's that kind of cool. That could be a thing. That is one of the small steps that could be taken to make a big impact. Uh, Claudio Soto Azat, the lead author of that study published in the journal Plus One, said in a statement, quote, there is still time to protect this incredible species. Thank God. End quote. So, everyone, you can help out by doing the easiest thing. Absolutely nothing. I love it! <laughs> it's so easy! And leaving it to people in labs. So, fingers crossed for this burpy frog. Yes! After the break, fingers crossed for us. Oh, no! Because, because most likely there's uh, microplastics in our lungs. And it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. <laughs> Stay tuned. Please do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When Johann Rahl received the letter on Christmas Day, 1776, he put it away to read later. Maybe he thought it was a season's greeting and wanted to save it for the fireside. But what it actually was, was a warning, delivered to the Hessian colonel, letting him know that General George Washington was crossing the Delaware and would soon attack his forces. The next day, when Rawl lost the Battle of Trenton and died from two Colonial Boxing Day musket balls, the letter was found, unopened in his vest pocket. As someone with 15,000 unread emails in his inbox, I feel like there's a lesson there. 
Oh well, this is The Constant, a history of getting things wrong. I'm Mark Chrysler. Every episode, we look at the bad ideas, mistakes, and accidents that misshaped our world. Find us at ConstantPodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. Did you know that Elvis once showed up to the White House high as a kite with a bunch of guns? Did you know that Eleanor Roosevelt once had a romantic relationship with a lesbian reporter? Hi, we're Stephanie. And Tux. From Beyond Reproach, a comedic history podcast where we talk about political scandals like how FDR's grandfather made the family fortune smuggling dope. And messy government officials like President Johnson, who named his dick Jumbo and would wave it around at people on Capitol Hill. Gross. <laughs> and we do it all while drinking period-appropriate historic cocktails, like JFK's favorite, the lime. Daiquiri. We are not historians. We're just a couple of drunks who never shut up and love history. We hope you'll join us on Beyond Reproach for some big facts, good laughs, a little bit of swearing, a lot of drinking, and a real good time. You can find Beyond Reproach wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, we all know, plastic is a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She sucks. I gave the words, how much plastic is in the ocean, a Google, and wouldn't you know it, quote, there is now 5.25 trillion macro and micro pieces of plastic in our ocean and 46,000 pieces in every square mile, weighing up to 269,000 tons. I mean, yeah, if you really want to ruin a day, (laughs) just Google how much plastic is in the ocean. Yep. And then... I did that. (laughs) Yeah. And then, I don't know, I'm like looking at all the plastic in this room and I'm just like face palm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we got we to gotta step up our recycling game. The ocean can't fit much more. Jesus Christ. Uh, but don't worry, there's also microplastics near the top of the world's tallest mountain, too. Oh, great. Um, a, study, <laughs> a study published in the, in the November 2020 issue of Science Daily said, quote, researchers analyzing snow and stream samples have found evidence of microplastic pollution on Mount Everest. While the highest concentrations of microplastics were around base camp, where hikers and trekkers spend the most time, The team also found microplastics as high up as 8,440 meters above sea level, just below the summit. Okay, okay, this is terrible, first of all. And second of all, can I clarify what a microplastic or microplastics are? Yeah. I'm guessing macroplastics are like 
bottles and stuff. You got it. Okay. But what is a microplastic? Ah, that's a great question. We are going to talk about some size. Okay. Are they like Barbie shoes? Yeah. Even smaller. Ah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, that's all of my Barbie shoes for my childhood. All ended up on Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you swallowed any at some point. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Inhaled. Inhaled the Barbie shoes. <laughs> they sharply. were always barefoot and often topless. <laughs> That's, you know, there's a saving the, the planet. You didn't buy Saving the planet <laughs> and just being really comfortable. It wasn't in a sexual way. They were just like, who has time for a top, you know? <laughs> for a shoe. Just comfortable with themselves. <laughs> exactly. Just, just and then I would cut their of- hair so they would oh. be extra comfortable. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. Here <laughs> I am, and here I am today. Okay, anyway. <laughs> We're learning a lot about you today. We are. Wow. Um, so that is super, super fabulous. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, if your body is feeling left out, don't worry about that either. Oh, no. Dr. Marissa, let's not bury the lead any longer. Uh, please read for us this headline. I would love to, and I would also like to note that this is in all caps, and it <laughs> actually looks bigger than all of the other text. Anyways, okay, quote, scientists discover microplastics in deepest section of the lungs. That's right. End of title. Uh, yeah, this is alarming. Mm-hmm. I am still processing it, um, yeah. and I am convinced uh, I have it. So, yeah, as per usual. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> So, my friends, this headline is from an April 2022 article published by the University of Hull and Hull York Medical School in Merry Old England. So, this is fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure right. it is. You can cool. still smell the plastic coming it's... off. It's wafting off the page. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was here. A groundbreaking discovery, a first of its kind, was revealed by a research team from Hull in collaboration with surgeons at Castle Hill Hospital in East Yorkshire. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's offensive. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the British can handle We've it. We've been watching a lot of British Bake Off, <laughs> and, and that doesn't make anything better. Um. <laughs> in a routine procedure, lung tissue was collected from live patients undergoing medical care, and that tissue was filtered to see if, by chance, plastic could be found in us. I like how someone was like, we should just double check. Yes. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, they're like, you I know just, what? I want to ruin my day and their day, so let's check and see if there's any plastic in this person. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dr. Marissa, would you like to take turns reporting on what was discovered exactly in this random sample and why it's such a big-ass deal? Of course. (laughs) All right, I'll get us started from hull.ac.uk. Quote, the study found 39 microplastics in 11 of the 13 lung tissue samples tested considerably higher than any previous laboratory tests. Mm -hmm. Laura Sadowski, lead author of the paper, said, quote, Microplastics have previously been found in human cadaver autopsy samples, but this is the first robust study to show microplastics in lungs from live people. Great. Continuing the quote. (laughs) (laughs) It also shows that they are in lower parts of the lung. Lung airways are very narrow, so no one thought they could possibly get there, but they clearly have. Laura noted. Thanks, Laura. (laughs) Thanks, Laura. 
and uh, quote. So you're probably wondering, what the fuck? Yeah. And what the fuck kind of plastic are we talking about here? Yeah, why? What? <laughs> Help. <laughs> Good question. Uh, those 39 microplastics were found to be 12 different types, commonly found in packaging, bottles, clothing, nylon rope and twine, and manufacturing processes. So it's like a little bit of everything, a nice charcuterie board of plastic. Great. I feel super awesome about my body right now <laughs> in a whole different way. Uh, am I just breathing in like bubble wrap? <laughs> Just snorting bubble wrap We're on all accident all day. <laughs> all, all day, every day. That's right. And there's like half of my lotion bottle just sticking out. Sticking <laughs> like you know in a cartoon when they swallow something. Yes. And it's the shape of the thing. It's just like a lotion bottle yep. in my lungs. In your belly. And no lungs. one needed that visual, but you got it. Here we are. <laughs> so where in the lungs were they exactly? Now, yeah. Dr. Marissa, you noted they were way the fuck down. In the lungs, and yeah, they sure were. Uh, the study showed 11 microplastics were found in the upper part of the lung, seven were in the mid part, and 21 were in the lower part of the lung. Fabulous. 21. Now, if that raised your eyebrows, yeah, that also happened to Laura Sadowski. Awesome. <laughs> Sadowski, excuse me. Quote, we did not expect, sorry, I can do this. We did not expect <laughs> to find the highest number of particles in the lower region of the lungs or particles or of the size that we found. This is surprising as the airways are smaller in the lower parts of the lungs. We would have expected par these particles, these particles of these sizes to be filtered out or trapped before getting this deep into the lungs. Interesting. Why? Why is this happening? <laughs> is it gravity? They're just kind of falling there. We're I've them seen, in. I've, not to brag, I've seen a picture of lungs. Yeah. It would be really hard. Yes. I'm drooling while talking about this. I don't know why. But um, trauma. It's always trauma. It's trauma. It's just the trauma drools. But yeah, it's just, <laughs> how does, how does, tell me more, Jill. Keep talking. <laughs> You're just giving up. Okay. I'm just giving she, up. She just gave up. That's fine. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> now, in terms of size, which is what you were wondering mm -hmm. about, uh, they were about the width of a human hair. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so, so creeped out by this. Yeah. I'm so creeped out. There's just little plastic threads in me yeah uh so that seems to be large enough to get stuck so that sucks and honestly all of this information sucks real hard yeah it sucks the frog thing sucks the lungs thing totally blows there's a lot of suck so i didn't want to leave you on this kind of note so thanks my gift to you is this oh dr marissa did you know that professional pillow fighting exists. No, but I do know, and nothing <laughs> has ever made me so happy. That's right. Um. And did you know that the professional pillow fighting championships take place in a state where they should absolutely be taking place in Florida? I didn't know that, but I should have. <laughs> I should have just, like, it, it, it feels instinctual yes. to know that. Like. Yeah. If I was ever like, I wonder where they do pillow fighting professionally, Florida. Yeah. Or Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a compliment. Yeah. One would be radically more fun than the other place, though. Yeah. And we all oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yep. We all know. Yep. So, <laughs> Dr. Marissa, come on down. We're heading to Delray Beach, Cal uh, Florida. <laughs> I was going to say California. <laughs> it's Delray Beach, Florida in the U.S. of A. And I thought we could simply read off the masterpiece that is the November 19th, 2021 Reuters article 
Don't get caught napping. Oh my god. Pillow fighting enters combat sports arena. Wait, what do you think? Let's nothing. <laughs> I've never read anything so important in my life. Oh my god. Um All right, here we go. Just off to a start. Okay, November 19th, quote, November 19th, 2021. Pillow fighting is moving out of the bedroom and into the boxing ring when Pillow Fight Championship uh, PFC holds its first live pay-per-view event in Florida (laughs) on January 29th, you guys. Uh, Steve Williams, the man with the dream of turning childhood horseplay into professional into a professional combat sport, said PFC delivers all the drama of hand-to-hand combat without the gore of mixed martial arts or boxing. Mm-hmm. What a genius. <laughs> it's not something where you sit there and laugh and feathers are flying, Williams, CEO of PFC, told Reuters. Mm-hmm. It's serious. It's- <laughs> It's a hardcore swinging with specialized pillows. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Continuing the quote, although the male and female competitors in January's event mostly hail from the cutthroat worlds of MMA and boxing, children will still sleep soundly after seeing the bouts. Uh, the only difference between our fights and MMA fights is that nobody gets hurt. He said, I love this. Uh, The fighters don't like to get hurt. And there's a lot of people who don't want to see blood. They want to see a good competition. They just don't want to see the violence. Mm -hmm. End quote. I mean, we're solving so many problems (laughs) I didn't know I had. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I want to see fighting without violence. There you go. This is it. Well, we did it. We did it. Uh, Continuing the article, the fact that so many people grew up bashing their siblings, friends, and parents with pillows makes the sport relatable, which he hopes will help tap into a new audience. You can call it an alternative sport, but we think it's going to have a massive mainstream appeal, he said. Okay. (laughs) Think about how they mixed country music with rap music and brought these diverse audiences together. That's what we're doing, and we hope it brings in a different kind of viewer. End of his quote. Uh, The three-round bouts will be available to view on sports streaming platform Fight. That's F-I-T-E. End quote. Two things. I've never heard of Fight, uh, (laughs) first of all. Is it real? I don't know. Uh, DMS, if you have heard of Fight, Mm F-I-T-E, and you're into it. Um, Also, (laughs) I hate that it brought it really down quite a few notches when they compared it to mixing country music with rap music. I know. No, no, (laughs) don't ever compare yourself to that fusion. We have been trying to ignore it as a country for many years. Um, But you know what? Power, power to them. I I see a Netflix show in this future. Oh my God, absolutely. If if you can bake a bad cake on Netflix and win money, you can have a pillow fight on Netflix. So I hope they make it off of fight and onto a bigger streaming service <laughs> so I can watch two episodes and say that was nice and then move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, the dream. The dream. Well, you don't have to wait that long, Dr. Marissa. Oh! That's right. Now, my friends, Dr. Marissa, I'm sure as hell not going to let you leave here today without seeing these athletes in action. Thank God. <laughs> Fire up your YouTube and search Top 10 Hits of 2021 Pillow Fight Championship and watch along with us. Um, yes, watch with me. 
It's a video from the official PFC account. And uh, are you ready, Dr. Marissa? I am ready right. to rumble. Top 10. <laughs> Top 10 hits of 2021 Pillow Fight Championships. Okay, let's do it. Right. Oh my God, this is so official. <laughs> it There is a... Uh, but we haven't even started the video, by the way. There's, um, what do you call a ring? Yeah. A ring? You got it. Yeah. Or is it a rink? No, a rink is for ice skating. Um, <laughs> there is a ring that looks like the kind you would use for boxing. Boxing, yeah. Okay, cool. It's got the whole fucking setup. There's lights. There's, uh, it's surrounded by seats and the, yeah, go ahead. But is there girls with the signs? Title card? Yeah. The, <laughs> the bikinis? Uh, the. Or did they, they remove the misogyny from this? <laughs> That's awesome, too. Okay, we I can play the video. I didn't, I didn't see an entire fight. I just saw this, which is, like, just the best hits. Okay. <laughs> the best hits. That's okay, fine. That's fine. Let's do it. All right. All right. So the video has begun. We're yeah. looking at the top 10 hits of 2021. This is number 10. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. This is... Yeah. This is a pillow fight. It's an absolute pillow fight. Let's pause really fast. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I played the I'm wrong just... the, the wrong uh, sound to it, but It continue. worked really well. It actually worked really well. It turns out our theme music <laughs> sounds great with pillow fighting. Um, that's hilarious. I want to make a gay joke, but I won't. Um, anyways, so it's two guys, and they're, yeah. like, really built. Like, yeah. they look like they could fight. And uh, instead of punching each other, they're each holding a bag. Yes. Not a bag. A, 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 sorry, a pillow. Well, it looks like a heavy sack. It, it looks does. like a heavy sack. <laughs> and then they're just swatting it at each other and taking it very seriously. Oh, my God. Yeah. They which had, is the best part. Yeah. So that was number 10. Here's number nine. Okay. Okay. The ladies yeah. Oh, like it's it two too. ladies. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. They're wearing so much makeup. All right. They're just hitting each other with. The pillows. And uh, I, I do want to bring up a point. One of the ladies is wearing a Blue's li- Blue Live Matters, uh, Blue Lives Matter pants. But, but she got her ass kicked. She did get her ass kicked <laughs> by the woman in a skort. <laughs> That's right. Which is amazing. I haven't seen a skort in a minute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the woman with the skort beat up the Blue, blue Lives Matter. I, I can't even say it. That's how much I don't like it. Yeah, she beat her with the pillow. It's pretty great. All right, finally, number eight. Okay, two guys. Oh. They are taking this so seriously. One is clearly a lot better than the other, <laughs> and he is just pounding the other guy. Kind of a phrase I never thought I'd say. <laughs> Pounded the shit out of that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. It's a thing. They wear outfits. Um, yeah. That guy ended up with a... The hefty, uh, what do you call it, black eye at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Which is saying a lot coming <laughs> from, how'd you get this, man? A pillow fight. <laughs> That's right. You heard me. You heard me. <laughs> he really wasn't doing it. He kind of like froze. He wasn't doing anything. Anyways. Anyway. This is amazing. It's absolutely incredible. And thank you for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about that wonderful frog, uh, the crap in your lungs yeah not wonderful thing about your lungs don't think about it too hard and uh pillow fighting good times it's happening right now as we speak happening today that's right i Uh, think (laughs) (laughs) and please stay interesting please do